Welcome to What Christians Should Know, hosted by Dr. Elijah Sadoffel. This podcast equips you with clarity and meaningful answers about God, the Bible, and your Christian life. Now, here's Dr. Sadoffel. If you're like me, you find people on cell phones aggravating. It's aggravating when you are immersed in an engaging sermon at church, and then someone's cell phone goes off at maximum volume. It's aggravating when someone is talking on the phone in the street, not realizing that they are in the way of oncoming traffic. It's aggravating when I try to explain to one of my patients why they are sick and how they can get better, only when mid-sentence they look down to check why their phone dinged. It's not only aggravating, it's heartbreaking and concerning that many people just do not realize how serious of a problem the smartphone problem is. The Pew Research Center did a study called 10 Facts About Smartphones as the iPhone Turns 10. The date of that study was June 28, 2017, and a link to it can be found in the podcast description. The researchers found that roughly three out of four Americans own a smartphone, meaning lots of people are using them. But here is the fact that alarmed me the most. Just under half of the people in the study said they could not live without their smartphone. That is, roughly half of the people were of the opinion that their smartphone was an invaluable part of life and such a crucial part of their existence, they could not imagine reality without it. Now let's think about this for a second. If an inanimate, lifeless thing is what people cannot live without, then we have to begin wondering what is so devoid in that life that it seeks fulfillment in an electronic device. As Christians, at the ultimate core, there is only one thing that we absolutely cannot live without, and that is God. Jesus is the one person we cannot live without because he is the source of our life. But let's dig a bit deeper. The opinion that a smartphone is a must-have actually has palpable real-life effects. According to researchers, the average American checks their cell phone 47 times a day, and most people almost always check their phone while speaking with friends or family. The average person taps, clicks, or swipes their phone 2,600 times a day. And, to top it all off, the typical person spends just under three hours on the phone each and every day. Granted, if a person is using three hours on their phone for education or productivity, there is no issue. But if people are using three hours a day on their smartphone for entertainment, there is a huge problem. Time is a gift, and time is a resource that becomes more and more valuable every second that we are alive. This compels us never to waste and to make the most of the time that God does give us in Christ-exalting ways. As Psalm 92 says, Teach us to number our days that we may get a heart of wisdom. Ephesians 5.6 encourages us, to make the best use of time because the days are evil. So there is a big smartphone problem. There is a smartphone problem because many people idolize their phone to the point where they feel as if they can't live without them. There is a problem because people are on their phones for about three hours a day. That means 12% of their daily allotment of time is dedicated to an electronic device. People are tithing time to their phones, and in many situations, time spent using a smartphone is not being used in God-glorifying ways. That's the problem. The question now is, how do we fix it? 
I will provide three solutions. One, be mindful that excessive use of a smartphone may actually be sinful if it distracts a person from glorifying God. If a person is using their phone for entertainment three hours a day, then that means they are not spending those three hours on other things like Bible study, meditation on the Word, and prayer. The thing is, some people may not actually desire or care to spend time with God. They may actually feel that they will have a better time being entertained and lack any desperation at all for God and His Word. This is where sin begins to creep in, when it entices a person to believe that they can derive more satisfaction from something other than God, when a person is no longer hungry for the Word because they believe it is not fulfilling. Psalm 1 talks about the blessed person. This person is described as one who delights in the Word of God, meaning they have a genuine desire for it. That desire drives them to seek the Word, and if the Word is absent, they feel at a great loss. They feel at a great loss, recognizing just how valuable the Word is. The Word makes a person abundantly fruitful so that they can enjoy those fruits in life. A person who meditates on the Word recognizes that spiritual joy from God is better than any temporary or fleeting emotional response a phone can provide. This is because, as Psalm 19.10 says, God's Word is more desirable than gold and sweeter than honey. Spending time with God is much more than spending time with God. It's spending time with the Lord who, through intimacy with Him, seeks for you to enjoy a full, deep, rich life. Only God has the words of eternal life, John 6.68. This is something a smartphone can never provide. All it can provide are two-bit excitements that do not last. Now don't get me wrong, this is not to suggest that using time for other everyday things or taking a break every now and then is sinful. After all, in Ephesians 4.28, the Apostle Paul issues the command for believers to work for a living, which does not involve Bible study or prayer. After all, in Mark 6.31, Jesus told his disciples to take a break after a season of hard work. It is not a sin to use your time to do things other than Bible study or prayer, but it can become sinful if you do those other things completely detached from God. We can do many things on the surface that seem to have no connection to God. But as 1 Corinthians 10.31 says, whether you eat or drink, whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. If a person is doing and that doing robs God of his glory, it's time to reconsider what you are doing. 2. If you feel like you cannot live without your smartphone, know that you most certainly can. At the top, I mentioned that many study participants felt as if they could not live without their phones. That is a lie. The reality is you can stop. In fact, you can stop right now if you wanted to. If a person were to begin saying something like, I can't live without, or I'm addicted to my phone, what they are doing psychologically is granting themselves permission. What they are in essence saying is, it is beyond my control to stop doing this. That is why I keep on doing it. This is how people lie to themselves and then allow that lie to dictate their behavior in reality. The truth is that we are not robots that passively obey commands. We are conscious agents that must make a willful choice to act. If we first do not make an active choice, then no action follows. 
The point is that a person is able to make the choice not to use a smartphone. Allow me to provide an example. If I stood next to you right now and had a machete in my hand and I threatened to cut your hand off the next time you reach for your phone, would you stop reaching for your smartphone? Could you stop? Of course you would and of course you could. Why? Because it is totally in your power not to grab your phone. You are not a slave to an inanimate device that is unable to exercise power over your will. As followers of Christ, we have a new master. We are bondservants of Jesus who has set us free from slavery. This includes the bondage of a smartphone. In Romans 6.12, Paul says, Let not sin reign, meaning let not anything other than Christ be king in your life. As people who are born again, we know that Jesus is the one who liberated us from fleshly lusts that enshackle us to instinctively obey our mortal passions. Jesus has come to preach the good news and proclaim release to the captives. Luke 4, verses 18 to 19. You are not merely just turning away from sinful, excessive smartphone usage. You are doing that and seeking Christ in word, action, and deed. It is then that your heart will change and you will see that poor time management on electronic devices not only robs God of His glory, but also robs you of your most fruitful, fulfilling, God-honoring life. 3. Realize that a smartphone problem points to something bigger than a smartphone problem. Whether we are talking about excessive smartphone use, video games, pornography, alcohol, or drugs, there are many things in life that try to supplant Christ. These things try to persuade you to enthrone them instead of Jesus so that these anemic substances are now the ones calling the shots. Many things in the world may nudge you to waste your life consuming them instead of delighting in the infinite excellence of Christ, instead of doing something that actually has transcendent meaning and lasting value. What's at stake then is bigger than a smartphone problem. What's at stake is how your whole life is a vehicle to honor and worship the Lord. Once a person sees that things such as excessive smartphone usage rob God of His glory and inhibit your spiritual growth, there will be a period of transition that is hard and uncomfortable. This is good, for this represents the death of fleshly lusts in the pursuit of spiritual vitality and strength. I will close in prayer that for anyone who yearns and hungers for the so-called pleasures on electronic device, that the Lord opens their eyes to see how much more infinitely valuable He truly is. Amen. Thank you for listening. For more valuable resources, including a bookstore and online Bible study, visit wcsk.org.